Welcome, this is New Taku, where we talk things anime and manga. We're not experts or gatekeepers, we're just fans trying to share our love with you. Feel free to interact with us on Instagram and Twitter at NewTakuCast, or email us questions and requests at NewTaku2019 at gmail.com. Listen to us on Podbean, Apple and Google Podcasts, Stitcher and Spotify, and give us five stars on Apple Podcasts. Please subscribe and share. I'm Jim. And I am Frank. Frank. It's sweltering out there. Did you run yet? Uh, yeah, that's actually why I was running a little bit late to our recording, because I was running, and uh, I do not recommend it in this heat, because I was one sweaty man. 95% humidity today. I was going to sit in my yard. I'm not doing it. No, thank you. See, How was your week? It was, uh, it was good. Um, the heat has kept me in, and that's like... I feel like if you're into anything indoor related, the heat is both good and bad because it gives you like the perfect excuse to be like, well, I was going to sit outside and, you know, uh, cut the lawn or go for a run. But instead, I'm just going to sit inside and watch anime because even standing outside, you just start sweating. It's not it's not pleasing. But uh, as I am. Go ahead, I'm sorry. No, no, no. As for my week, it was pretty good. I finished Memory Police. I... I recommend it. There's not a whole lot I can say outside of uh, what we kind of covered in terms of like a summary, because it's one of those books where if you talk to it anymore, it kind of ruins some of the uh, the joy of the book. Um, it has an interesting enough ending, and it almost seems like it's very like uh, like a Nash Japanese nationalist book without saying it oh, yeah so it's like uh without getting too much into it it's essentially about this island people's this foreign entity enters and um you know they don't know where it comes from the memory police and what their job is they essentially are a part of this whole thing where they're wiping out you know memories of objects and other things and people are losing kind of their uh, I guess individualism and there's times when they like mention cause they never go outside of this Island, but there's like another, like they get deliveries from other places that they're not sure where. And it's like all these fruits and objects and things that they don't have any like connection to. So they don't have any memories with if so you see where I'm going with this. Um, so it's very mm-hmm. much like that. Now it, it, Maybe I'm reading a little too much into it. I don't know. I, there's a little bit more to it, but uh, it would enter spoiler territory. I'd recommend it just just to kind of see what's what. It's only like 200 pages. It's a quick enough read, and uh, even if you don't want to read too much into it, it it's uh, it's got a little mystery to it, and the ending is is cool. It, you know, like most books, it, it leaves you kind of going, huh, and lets you think a little bit. So uh, that was like the bulk of my week because otherwise I am uh, slowly kind of returning to work. So it was a lot of kind of running back and forth between home and the shop. And we recently opened to the public on Saturday. So it'll be it'll be interesting for me this week in terms of in terms of work. Um, we'll see how how people react to retail and all the fun stuff that comes with that, including wearing masks, which, you know, is like a very, I guess, a political thing now. So that's that's something that I have to deal with. What about you, Jim? How was your week? Yes, uh, viruses are very aware of your political <laughs> leanings. 
you should definitely, you know, choose whether or not to listen because the virus is. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you know, the, the virus, if you, you swing one way, the virus is just going to ignore you. And that's that's exactly how viruses work. <laughs> it's exact science, man. Ignore it if you want. Go right ahead. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah. Ignore the science. Go ahead. You know better. You've been trained. Everybody's been trained in science, haven't they? They've all got it figured out. Oh, scientists can't be right because I read on 4chan or some monstrosity that it's not true. Okay. Uh... <laughs> I did see an article that, that they had to debunk. Now, believe this or not, you know, there was a big, big eclipse this week. It happened yesterday, I believe. It's a huge eclipse. They had to tell people that, no, the eclipse does not cure COVID. There was, there was people saying that because of a planetary alignment, and the eclipse that COVID would be wiped out. What the? F- what the? Fuck? <laughs> so apparently we're listening to like druids now for our for. <laughs> yes, we are, we're devolving all this information at our fingertips, Frank. Uh, and we just get stupider and stupider as a people. It's amazing. Go to Facebook. Everybody stay on. All those people stay on Facebook. All right, we were talking about yes. reading. I'm 250 pages, speaking of viruses, I'm 250 pages into the stand. Everybody's pretty much dead now. So, that's cool. It started, the, the, the chapter I just started, I'm exactly at 249 pages. The cat chapter I just, I think I just ended, it started with a monkey dying. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Not a very uplifting book. I think it gets there. They gotta bring you down to bring you back up. So, I, I you know... Listeners, Frank, you know I've been reading, I've been watching Buffy the Vampire Slayer, correct? Yes. I'm up to season five, which I'll be able to review next week. I'm almost done. But I was deep into an episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Um, and I have a very chill lady cat. So she was laying on my left hand, on my right hand side on the couch. And I have a male cat. It's not so chill. Frank heard before the episode started that it had its tail in my coffee and flicked coffee all over me. Not a very chill cat. Very nice, though. Like, So he's on to my left, and he is on the sofa, you know, arm. And I'm into the show, and I'm kind of leaning forward. Suddenly, out of nowhere, the lady cat, who doesn't usually do this, attacks my male cat. Now I've got both cats brawling on my lap. And I got all slashed up. My legs have big slashes. And most importantly, Frank, I've had a cat for 10 years straight. My female cat slashed my teeth. My glands were shredded by this cat. It's a first. It's never happened. I disinfected everything, but I used rubbing alcohol, and it hurt like hell. Props to my wife for not laughing at me. So that's how my my week was. Wow. Yeah. I mean, getting getting slashed right there is uh is definitely not a good way good way to 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 start that week or end it for that matter. And of course, since this never happened before, I was kind of in hysterics about it. Not really, but like, oh, this hurts. Why? Oh God. Oh, it hurts. Oh, it burns. It's not cool. So I actually threatened my cats with taking them to the sewer and throwing them in. Don't worry, I'd never do it. I was just very angry. It's like telling your kids, I'm going to send you to the orphanage. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
you're not really going to do it. It's really pissed off and you want to scare the shit out of him. So that's how my wife, my, my week was. My wife has been fantastic, but my week, not so great. But Frank, I have, I have stepped up my game with coffee. I'm doing the slow pour coffee now. I don't know if I've discussed this with you or not. No, I don't, I don't think you have. What's going on with that? So I, I bought myself a little carafe. I bought myself expensive beans. I don't have a grinder. I'm waiting on that to get here. Apparently, Amazon's out of grinders. So we had to go to Macy's and get it. Um, so you, you, are you familiar with I am, pour? yes. Yeah, all you have to do is watch a couple episodes of Tokyo Ghoul. That's all they do is drink coffee. Yeah, it's, uh, I'm, I'm into it. It's good. It's better than the French press. The French press is crap. I, I, I don't know why I even bothered with the French press for the years that I did. There's always some kind of sludge at the bottom. Not good. See, I feel like that's the hierarchy of coffee, though. Like, uh, French press is kind of the entryway to uh, more hardcore or what have you, less of the norm. So then you start getting into what you're getting into, whereas, you know, I feel like French press beats uh, uh, the most common one. The name is escaping me right now. It's drip coffee. So, yeah. Drip coffee, yeah. Slow pours like manual drip coffee, kind of. Drip coffee's not great. The problem with drip coffee is that the whole mechanics get dirty inside, and the coffee tastes like shit after a while. You have to run, like, all kinds of cleaners and stuff through it, and it never tastes the same. I remember I read a home remedy where you could use, like, diluted mm. vinegar. I had, like, I ran through that thing water multiple times. It tasted like Italian dressing for, like, a month, the coffee. I ended up throwing out the whole Ugh, thing. That, that sounds disgusting. That doesn't sound desirable at all. <laughs> No. And, you know, coffee, like, coffee is one of these things, like alcohol, that human beings consume, but it doesn't necessarily taste good. Do you know what I mean? I love coffee, but it doesn't really taste good. You're not like, yummy, it's like a cake or a candy or like a good piece of like seasoned meat or vegetables or something. It's kind of got a bitterness to it. It's the same thing with alcohol. You get it for... You enjoy the taste, but most importantly, it's the effect you get, right? Can you agree? Yeah, I definitely can agree. I mean, I think me and you have been pretty outspoken on the podcast about our love for for coffee. So uh, it's like, I think there's levels to it. So where you're quickly approaching that level where it's like, now it's becoming more about the ritual and it's the aspect of, you know, taking the time to pour over and, you know, you're smelling it and you're grinding the beans and it, uh, you know, alcohol is the same exact way. You can go for just straight shots of liquor and it'll get the job done. But, you know, if you start getting into the cocktails and the craft beers and stuff, now you're starting to kind of uh, elevate, I guess, the hobby, which is uh, it, it's interesting. It's a, it's a fun thing to get into, I think. I agree. Frank, I have a problem, though. It has nothing to do with coffee. All right, what is it? What's going on? So I'm, pl- I'm still playing Tropico 6. Not really. You kind of autopilot the game at this point. But I can't get past a certain point. I get voted out once I'm in the modern age. I'm always getting voted out. So I'm comp- instead of trying to solve this, because I really don't want to play anymore, I need a new game. Do you have any suggestions for new games? Uh, well, you know, I have on uh, com. Oh, mind you, sorry, oh, no, sorry, to, sorry to interrupt for listeners. I have a PS4. Uh, four. That's my. That's system. your. That is your system. Uh, have you played Last of Us, the first one? 
I have not. I'm going to mention that in a little, in a little bit. But uh, no, I haven't played it. It's, it's spooky. Don't, don't do I don't spooks. do spooks. Yeah, because I was going to say I have the second part coming in the mail. It might actually even be here today that I'm pretty excited for. Uh, let me think. Off the top of my head for you, I'm not too sure. You could do that Enter the Gungeon that I was talking about the other week. That is on PlayStation 4. And I think it's it's less than like 10 bucks. Well, there you Sounds go. Perfect. There, there, that's my recommendation. I kind, I kind of like. All right, cool. Yeah, I, one thing about Go Six is it, it. I don't know if you noticed this. Once you start getting to a certain size and timeline, everything bogs down. The whole game slows down. Not. It has like. Yeah, not only does shit. it bog down, but and this was like a problem I had with the previous game, one of them anyway. Was that when you're what well, you're talking about? Like when you get to the modern age, once you get to a certain point, if you didn't do things like what the game kind of uses properly, or I don't know, like you get to a point where, like you said, you keep getting ousted and people keep kicking you out, and there's really like no way to kind of solve that problem because you're talking about like hours of work that you have done that you now have to like restart your island or go back to a save that's like three hours ago because they're like there's some stat that's like way overrun and you just can't figure it out so that is kind of a problem with that game but it it, you know it's enjoyable for what it is which is essentially just a huge time waster (laughs) that's exactly what it is i could i sometimes i would just like put it on four times speed and go pick up my wife while <laughs> things happen and I'm not paying attention. Just trying to let it run on its own. Then I'll come back and some ministers needs me to build a fucking hang gliding set or some weird shit. <laughs> I'm going to, and it's always like the threat is like, if we don't get our hang gliders, I am going to collapse this government. It's like, what? Hang gliders. What's wrong with you people? Should we talk yeah, about, let's talk about some anime. Let's circle back. <laughs> So, uh, no, let's go with some news. Uh, let's start with uh, this one. Hideki Sorachi's Gintama, or Gintama manga is inspiring a new anime special that will premiere exclusively in Japan on the online, uh, online DTV service in early 2021. I'll talk a little bit about Gintama later, but uh, this is exciting news for Gintama fans. I also didn't realize that there are so there's so much Gintama stuff. There's two films, live action spinoffs, live action films. Yeah, when I was looking it up, I didn't realize how, I guess, yeah, popular this actually was and how, like, excited people are for it. Now, I don't have, like, much, if any, exposure to it, and that's why, like you had said, I was shocked to see, like, how in-depth this this line is, but... um. It's, I mean, it makes sense, right? It's like the whole, this is, we've been seeing it over the past couple months. It's like this whole wave of uh, kind of nostalgia and also trying to get people in into it that weren't into it before. I mean, even last week we were talking right. about, you know, they're reviving Shaman King, which is like 30 years old. It's like, that's, uh, I mean, it makes sense. You gotta, you gotta get that money, baby. It's all about getting that money. Yeah, it's true. All right, with, with you prefacing like that, I might as well jump to this item. Super Eye Productions' new Ultraman Z Tokusatsu show is available for free on YouTube with English subtitles. Tokusatsu, for those at home who are unaware, basically means special effects. It's like a catch-all term for shows and movies featuring rubber suit monsters. So think Godzilla or Super Sentai. 
aka the Power Rangers shows. Uh, it premiered on the 19th. I sent you a link, Frank. Uh, here's a little synopsis. Ultraman Z follows the apprentice of Ultraman Zero from 2009's Ultra Galaxy Legends the Movie. So they're going to have new episodes every Friday at 8.30 Eastern Standard Time with English subtitles going live after a broadcast in Japan. And the episodes are only available for two weeks after initial broadcast. This is exciting stuff. Uh, I'm a huge Ultraman fan. And like you said, I think this is an attempt to get a new generation of American fans to fall in love with Ultraman. Because I fell in love long ago, and I've always been a fan. I think it's about time. They tried it with Ultraman Tiga in the 90s, or no, 2000s. And it worked pretty good. My daughter watched Ultraman Tiga. Um, so this is another attempt. This is nostalgia, you know. Yeah, and I mean, you had sent me the link, and I know you're a big Ultraman fan. You know, I um, I don't feel any which way about it, but I gave it a shot. I watched the first episode, and I will say that I found it uh, surprisingly charming, and it was, like, a lot of fun. It has this kind of, like, goofy energy to it, which I also really liked, where it doesn't take itself too, too seriously. Um, and like you had said, like, the monsters being in the costumes and stuff, it's, it's uh, sharp-looking enough, but just to a point. So it's still, like, like in my, I, I really enjoyed it. There is, uh, with that segue you had said, there, it is funny because it's, you know, they do have that aspect, which, if you're not exposed to anything like Ultraman, probably the closest thing a lot of American audiences can uh, equal to would be Power Rangers, where there are these aspects that they have where it's clearly like, oh, they're trying to sell you this toy. And it's like, put put the power oh, chips course, in, yeah. and then you could transform. And I'm like, damn, I need those power chips. And I was like, wait, wait, no, I don't need that. <laughs> it's exciting. I, I think that I should start covering this. You don't have to, but I think I'll start watching it weekly, and I'll give updates every once in a while. Because they're like, what, 22 minutes long or whatever, and you get once a, one a week, and it's a basic premise. You don't have to pay attention through the whole thing. It's... You know, things happen, monsters show up, fight the monster, Ultraman flies away. Sha! There you go. And it was, uh, I love the, there, there's like two scientists at the base that they have, and they're always like in awe yeah. by the creatures, and they're just, it's just so over the top. I, I really liked it. In unsurprising news, Frank, Crunchyroll Expo is going online. End quote. We are excited to announce Virtual Crunchyroll Expo, a digital event that celebrates the best and brightest in anime. Join us September 4th through 6th as we talk about Dr. Stone over and over again, and as we come together with our passionate community for amazing guest panels, interactive events, special announcements, and more, and watch more Dr. Stone. Dude, cancel this shit already. Cancel all this public expos, the conventions, the sporting events. 2020 is over. Everybody knows 2020 sucks. It's not going to get any better. This type of stuff, it, it's it's not going to happen. Let's just get rid of it. I'm probably not going to go and watch this or experience this expo. Maybe I... No? I'm just going to ask you. Okay, so that's what I was just about to follow up with. Maybe I will, just for the podcast sake. But I like you had said, I feel like as a fan, it is very much going to be like Crunchyroll going, hey, make sure you uh, check out Dr. Stone. Hey, make sure you uh, check out uh, what's the, the new one they have this this uh, summer, God of High School. Make sure you check. Te- yeah. Oh, boy. yeah we'll <laughs> so like all this stuff where it's like, 
less well it's about anime but it's it's really just about crunchyroll you know what i mean like all right cool i i get it crunchyroll i you know i i do the research i see your stuff everywhere i get it i don't need to attend an online expo to be have that stuff shoved in my face but you know we'll see like if you buy tickets to their expo in when they have it the physical one i would imagine you get like a gift bag and Exclusive looks at maybe some toy distributors. Like I'm sure Good Smile has a has a uh, 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 a booth. You know what I mean? Like there's things that are besides just like well, what's Crunchyroll going to do? They're just going to talk about their own shows, I guess. Stuff that they carry. I have no idea. Right, and that's kind of the problem, especially with some of these expos and conventions. Is some of them are you know you get the experience, and we've kind of talked about this a little bit, where you see the cosplayers, and you know maybe you go see artists or vendors or like you said there might be exclusive kind of uh toys or what have you at these conventions but those are all stripped away now and now it is like what it is which is a lot of these are just to push their latest shows forward to your attention so i mean it's just it's just advertising maybe it'll be done differently uh i don't know but i, I kind of don't see that it'll be just like e3 is which is mainly just a bunch of trailers for for stuff, which is fine, but not really too much for me, I think. Yeah, I think Crunchyroll, they have their own mascot. They have their own, like, face of the company, who's this guy who's got all the jokes. <laughs> you know, he's got, like, long hair. He's got all the jokes. I'm sure he's a very nice guy, you know what I mean? But he's just, you know, he's their mascot. So it's like, I'm just going to imagine that's we're going to get more of that without any input from anything else. But whatever. That's your thing. Go for it. Exactly. You know, who are we to shit on it, right? Who Brian? are we to shit on it? That's right. <laughs> All right. Last in our news section. Here we go. Studio Ghibli's first CGI endeavor released its visuals. Uh, it's called Earwig and the Witch, and it adapts a t- 2011 Diane Wynne Jones novel of the same name. It's going to be 82 minutes. Its television premiere will be on NHK General. Uh, Goro Miyazaki is directing the film. That's the son of, uh, Hayao Miyazaki. Um, what else do we got? Here we go. Harper Collins synopsis. Mm-hmm. You ready? The publisher of the book. Not every orphan would love living in St. Mordwald's home for children, but Yerwe does. She gets whatever she wants, whenever she wants it. And it's been that way since she was dropped on the orphanage doorstep by, as a baby. But all that changes the day Bella Yaga and the Mandrake come to St. Morwald's, disguised as foster parents. There we get whisked off, whisked off to a mysterious house full of invisible rooms, potions, and spellbooks with magic around every corner. Most children would run in terror from a house like that, but not your egg. Using her own cleverness, and with a lot of help from a talking cat, she decides to show the witch Who's boss? Frank thought. So the premise sounds, I feel like, right up Studio Ghibli's alley. And it being their first CGI film, I think it's just worth seeing just for that. But uh, I looked at the still shots, and I'm not so into them. So I'm curious to see, you know, a trailer when we get some actual moving uh, to see kind of how it looks. Because I feel like with CGI, it's a hit or miss, right? And if you miss a lot of times, you miss hard. There's really no kind of in-between with a lot of that. Uh, so I'm a little worried they might miss the mark just because it is also their first outing going at, you know, into CGI. It's not, it's not something that's, 
I don't know. We'll see. It's not their wheelhouse. So I'm excited on the one hand to see something different, but on the other hand, uh, I'm definitely hesitant hesitant about it. I'm excited. That's all I got. I like Studio Ghibli. I don't think they really screw up that often, so they wouldn't do this if they thought that they were, you know what I mean? No, yeah, I mean that's fair, uh, and they obviously take their time doing things. So you know, at the very least, you're you're hopefully going to get a, a honed product. And we don't get that uh, standard like a bee's life smile face still shot. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> all those all those CGI US CGI ones have like main character with a smirk. I know, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, no. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Which one's the one where Jerry Seinfeld's in? That's that a, a B movie? movie. The B movie. Okay, that's the one yeah. I'm thinking of. I think the two movies came out at the same time. Every time one anime, U.S. anime studio comes out with one thing, they cut. Someone comes out with the exact same thing like a month later. Like they're competing who can get out first. We're doing a B movie. No, we're doing B's life faster, faster. I have the best B movie. It's gonna be an A plus. Oh. Wait a minute, that was no. good. <laughs> B, B movie was going to be thank a Thank you, plus thank one. you. All right. So, Frank, we do this every season. This week, we are going to give a first look and review of the new shows for the upcoming summer 2020 anime season. All we have is a list, some images, maybe a preview video, maybe some subtitles if we're lucky, maybe a streaming service, not many this time. But you and I are going to review these with the information provided. Snap judgments, Frank. It's just what the internet was created for. I already hate The Last of Us 2, and I haven't played it. I'm going on Metacritic and giving it one star. Just like that. Alright, yeah. No, that's, <laughs> that's exactly what it is. It's all about gut gut shot reactions, right? Immediate, yeah. And then I, I, I decided that I'm not going to like it. Two women in a relationship. <laughs> I'm not talking about you, the person out there who thinks I'm talking about them. I swear I'm not. Uh, so COVID-19 is fucking everything up, Frank. It's killing people, screwing up the world economy. But most importantly, most importantly to me, it's delaying these cartoons that have us grown-ass men watching every week. It's screwed up our system. So here's a list of COVID-delayed shows from spring, and they're going to be resuming in summer. Plus, we have two shows carrying over from spring into summer. I'm going to go down the list. You give me your thoughts, Frank, all right? Of course, there's the basketball show that's been going on for what feels like 17 straight years. A hero story. Yeah, I mean, uh, it definitely feels like it has been going on forever now. Uh, it is by far, I'm pretty sure, the longest show we've covered um and yeah i mean i we'll talk about it more next week but you know it's it's kind of turned around on me a little bit so i'm not i'm actually kind of looking forward to it it's listed at 50 episodes and we're up to episode 37 so we're going to go at least into the end of fall well there you go now then you get until the end of the year me talking about the the b-ball boys nice how about Apari Ranman? Uh, excited for this one, too, uh, just because what we had gotten, which I think was only two episodes, I 
two episodes. It's going to resume with episode I was, yeah, three. definitely cautiously optimistic about this one. Uh, kind of like the vibe of it, and I'm curious to see uh, where it goes. Diaries of Our Days at the Breakwater, my fish girl show. I was really enjoying this show, and I can't wait to start watching it again. I think that we didn't have a cute people doing cute things show really this season, and this was the one, but I get it in the, in the summer anyway. So continuing over would be Fruits Basket season two. I mean, right yeah, this is this is like always at the top of my list. This is like my show. This is my jam, Jim. This is uh, you know, mm-hmm. I can't mm-hmm. say enough good things about it. Um, and it's definitely gonna be the top of the watch pile for me this season for sure. Well, we'll talk about some shows for this season. So I think that yes, I, I think we can say that that's gonna be the top of the pile. Um. Uh, a, a show I forgot about, and deservedly so. Gallon Dino, Frank. I forgot about Gallon Dino. It's going to resume in the, in the summer. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, how about Millionaire Detective Balance Unlimited? Another show that I believe we got two episodes. Yeah, uh, I'm, I, this is another one that I'm kind of cautiously optimistic about, because the two episodes we got were, were just kind of plain fun, you know? It was like... Uh, a little silly, a little over the top, but when when you're talking about a million, <laughs> millionaire detective who has a, I guess, unlimited money, I mean that's that's what you're gonna get. Batman without all the cool devices, just a headset and someone to call to send money places. I'm into it. All right, so let's dive into these shows. Uh, mind you, a lot of them don't have a stream yet, uh, and it's due to the fact that I believe because of COVID-19, they're not really sure whether or not they're gonna air. So I have no idea. Some of these shows are listed to air starting the 11th of July, and some of them on the 4th. Some of them, like, they're all over the place and they're, like, on the 30th. So we're not sure where they do, whether these, whether these shows are going to air, whether we're going to get them, but we're going to dive in anyway because that's what we do here. That's what this episode's all about. Snack judgments. First up, Cinderella 9 Refine or Hachigatsu no Cinderella 9 Refine. The original is streaming on Crunchyroll and High Dive, school and sports of the genres. This is a re-airing of the Cinderella 9 series with new with a new episode and new scenes. Baseball Girls, Frank. That's what, what I was going to say. Jim, how excited are you for a Baseball Girls show? Because I think, uh, what was it, last season or a couple seasons ago, we had one, but I don't think we ended up getting it. Um, and I think this... Oh, we, no, we didn't watch you it. You voted, voted it down. down. It's like... Uh, it's on uh, right now. Okay. Well, I mean, the Cinderella Nine, though, I feel like is is one of the one of the top baseball girl shows, right? I mean, it has to be, especially if they're like re-airing it with like a new episode. I looked at the ratings. Oh no! I mean, I checked out the like OP and ED. They're very, very generic, and uh, they had like a little live live action teaser, which was nice. But um, yeah, I mean, this isn't. This is definitely not something that I would be drawn to. I feel like this is more of like a you show. So if we were going to watch it, and it would probably be of your your choosing. Next up, Cooking with Valkyries, or New Wushin de Kanju. Streaming on YouTube. It's a comedy slice of life. I think the name says it all, Frank. Valerie, Valkyries in a Kitchen. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it seems like it's a... Uh... <laughs> cooking show you could choose your waifu uh it's on youtube it'll probably be released all at once for money um sure let's let's 
maybe watch it. I don't know. At least I don't think we've done a cooking show, have we? No, we tried the King of the Kit. What was that called? Oh, that show? the the Kitch Cooking Kitchen King King of Kicking. Yeah, cooking? the the one that was, was like based in China or something, right? I think. Yeah, I do remember yeah. that. It was. Yeah, that was not great. We're getting a lot of shows with girls with large breasts, so we're gonna have to pick one of them. Next up, Decadence, streaming on Funimation. Get it? Action, adventure, sci-fi. A big war has wiped everything out. Survivors create a giant fortress called Decadence. Looks like Decadence could be a gigantic hand or something. Yeah, I mean, the the premise is intriguing enough. The trailer that we're provided, the first half is actually really well done, and then the last half is, like, very chaotic and has, like, just random things going on and characters saying things. And like you said, I guess it's like a hand in the sky or something, some sort of post-apocalyptic sky pirate fight monsters thing. Uh, yeah, exactly. Perfect. So, like, sure. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, it looks promising. The art, the animation, the art look clean. So, and it gives me a vibe of, uh, of, um, it's like a Studio Trigger mm. show. Let me check real quick and see who the, uh, the stu- we got is the, the studio the is studio. nut. They did, uh, the newer Fully Cooly and, the saga of Tanya the Evil, which I had watched that before, and uh, I liked it, so I'm kind of leaning towards this one, just off that alone. Cool. Sorry, I'm having a hard time finding things. Okay. I believe you. <laughs> thank you. I Thank you. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Next up, Fire Force, the second chapter, NN no Shubatai, Ni no Show. Streaming on Crunchyroll, Crunchyroll and Funimation, Shonen, Supernatural, Season 2 of Fire Force. Yes, let's go. I mean, definitely the trailer, you need to know what is going on. For sure, not newcomer-friendly at all. Uh, definitely leaning very uh, heavy into kind of uh, it's the Shonen aspect of it. Um, yeah, I, I, I like this show. I'm, I'm excited to watch more of it. I mean, that is what it is. I... It's one of those shows where I wonder if we would have picked it if it was, like, in a much heavier kind of season. But, you know, this season, I don't think that'll be a problem. You mean uh, you wouldn't have chosen it if there was... Yeah, well, just, yeah, because, well, I mean, for me personally, I think I'm watching it no matter what. But I know that you were kind of iffy on it, so maybe to... (laughs) To uh, make you not force you to watch something that you don't want to watch, but here we are. No, I mean, I'm, I'm, I want to see if it gets, if the problems I had with it get resolved. So I'm actually looking forward to the first couple episodes. I'll make a decision <laughs> after that whether or not I want to continue, cool. but we'll see. It might just be more of the same May, which you enjoyed. You know, it's mm-hmm. not for everybody. Next up, get up, get live. Hashtag Gara Gara. You have no stream. Comedy, drama, and slice of life. Frank, slice, slice of, life. of life. It's like, you know, everyday problems, everyday situations. Oh, we didn't talk about what's shonen, Frank. Describe for the listeners. Sure, usually uh, geared towards young people, uh, you know, it's often fighting based, very energetic. Well done. So, okay, so get up, get live. I have no idea what this is about. We got nothing on it. I didn't read the description. 
looks like six super deformed char- like <laughs> chibi character boys in different various forms of handsomeness, I guess, cuteness. Yeah, this is uh, this screams to me like one of those. If we do get it, which doesn't seem like we probably will, but it seems like it's one of those short five minute guys that if we do check out, it's uh, almost strictly for that geek cred. So just because it's quick and you can say, yeah, I watched that. Yeah, to Tommy Chun. Next up, get but get wait, it's Gibiate. I had a hard time trying to pronounce this. Gibiate. Streaming of Crunchyroll, action, adventure, horror, post-apocalyptic Japan. We get some CGI monsters, a group of survivors doing something. Looks like a samurai, a warrior monk, blonde girl in a pink top, and a guy in army. Yeah, uh, animation doesn't look great. I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt and say it's COVID-related. Otherwise, uh, that sucks. Um yeah, and it, the trailer is, it definitely seems like, it's one of those trailers that's like full of hype and energy, and it, I feel like the people who produce the trailer are way more excited for this show than I am. And if anything, it, it does the opposite. I'm just like, wow, this is a, this is a lot. Yeah, this does not look impressive at all. Uh, but they are making a big deal about the opening and ending songs because there are some big videos about. Did you watch those? Yeah, that's what I'm talking. They're like, you know, legendary creator, and then it's like people on like drum kit and yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was like, whoa, man, they really, they're really into the music. Maybe the music's better than the show. What was the one show? Oh, it was um, oh, the the show from last season that had that wild ass metal song to open it, and the show was not all that good. Mm. It's a fantasy show. Damn, I can't remember oh, I what know. it was. It was a kid. What was the name of it? I know exactly what you're talking about. It was the, uh, yeah, it looks very similar to this show. What the hell was it? Right. Like, we're really hype on the metal aspect of it, the music, but the story, not so much, might not be that good. Next up, The Great Pretender, or just, I'm sorry, Great Pretender. No, The. Just called Great Pretender. Streaming on Netflix. Action, adventure, and comedy. Con man adventures in Los Angeles, Frank. Yeah, I mean, you, you kind of nailed it with that. I, I'm interested in just, like, when you watch the trailer, the color palette alone really pops. Um, and that alone was, I was like, whoa, this is, I think, would be cool cool to check out. It's very kind of vibrant cover colors. I like the, uh, the style that they have going on. So we'll see. I mean, this one looks cool. Yeah, it looks great visually. Uh, Wit Studios did it. That's, uh, they're... They've got some good stuff. Attack on Titans with Studios, uh, Vinland Saga with Studios. Looks like fast-paced hijinks, Frank. Uh, it actually kind of reminds me visually of uh, Millionaire Detective. It kind of has the same vibe, but brighter. I'm into it. Plus, it's US-based. It's interesting. Next up, Japan Sinks 2020 or Nippon Chinbatsu 2020. Streaming on Netflix again. Drama, sci-fi, natural disasters hit Japan, and we watch people try to survive and unite, frankly. Yeah, I mean, we have talked about this show a fair bit now. It's kind of been on our radar. Science Iro is doing it, and I mean, I feel like if they knock this one out of the park, they're I feel like forever just going to kind of have a slot in whatever season they pop up in. It looks cool. I mean, it's on Netflix, so the hope is that we get it, you know, sooner rather than later, but uh, I think this one's kind of kind of been a lock for a while for us. Yeah, I have nothing else to add except for that it looks awesome. I'm excited for that. Next up, Koi to Producer. 
E-V-O-L, X, L-O-V, Evol Love. We got no stream. Music, romance, shoujo. Shoujo, uh, usually for young women, uh, romantic, romantic uh, kind of plot lines and things of that nature. Slice of life and superpowers. We got four attractive boys protecting a girl, guns, maybe some water, time, or gravity powers. One of the guys is an idol. Friend. Yeah, so it's like four boyfriend shoujo show where I guess each boyfriend potentially has special powers uh you know uh, (laughs) it sounds like ridiculous enough but it might just work so i'm kind of interested to see where it goes and i don't think if especially if it leans heavily into shoujo i don't think we've really done too many hardcore shoujo shows outside of you know fruits basket which is probably one of the top tier in that genre my limited Japanese told me the four, bo- four boys are called revolvers. Ooh, okay. That's kind of cool. Four boys. <laughs> I hate, I hate uh, damsels, in, damsels in distress. I hate damsel in distress storylines. I'm hoping this doesn't have it, but we'll give it a shot anyway. Sorry. I don't particularly enjoy. I don't like using the word hate. I don't particularly enjoy Stupid stories about a girl who's so helpless she needs boys to save her. Next up, Lapis Relight. We got no stream. Magic and music are the genres. Various idol girls with hair as personality in a school or academy sing and use magic powers. Yeah, it seems I... like uh, Harry Potter meets an idol group where they dance battle and use magic. But it, it's like one of those idol shows that also has these moments with like, weird cgi and uneven animation and i'm begging you jim please please do not make me watch this one (laughs) (laughs) my favorite idol group of the duo was sadistic candy though frank just based on the name alone that name is amazing it's sadistic candy uh frank it looks like and i said earlier it looks like we're going to get quite a few booby shows this season and the first Legit booby show on this list is Monster Girl Doctor, or Monster Musume no Oisha-san. We got no stream. It's comedy etchy. Frank, what's etchy? etchy? Sexually playful. Well done. Fantasy and romance. Medieval fantasy world doctor cares for large-breasted and sexy monster girls. Yeah, uh, it's a fantasy world where a human doctor cures monsters that are all female. So uh, one positive is the designs aren't terrible for the monsters shown, but it really much uh, reminds me of uh, the show that we were were both enjoying that got canceled, or at least didn't stop airing. It was... uh, Damn, our memory yeah. is so bad. What, what is, is that called? Name? I know. Uh, reviewers. Yes. What was it? Something reviewers. What was uh, it called? Interspecies reviewers. <laughs> interspecies reviewers. Now, I gotta, I gotta say, there's another show coming up that reminds me more of that, but yes, yes, yeah. this definitely does. Uh, this show does not look good at all, but Frankenstein Monster <laughs> Girl looks sexy. I watched just for her. Oh, man. <laughs> all right, next time. Motai Nai Grandmom, or Motai Nai Ba-san. Streaming on YouTube, Slice of Life. Grandmom takes her grandson out and scolds him. 
And she teaches them the importance and cause and effect of everyday life. Yeah, right? this is uh, for grandmoms and little babies. Uh, this happens almost every season where it, it also... I go and watch it, and it looks like it's the trailer, but it's actually the first episode. It happens to me almost. So I watch, like, half of it before I realize. I'm like, wow, this trailer is really long. Um, so I watch, like, half the episode. It's it's a children's show, so I don't, I don't think we'll be covering it. I'm curious why we don't see a little bit more of these pop up, though. Um, or at least maybe they're just not on our radar. Like, direct, like, this is a kid's show. But that's what this is, so I don't really have too many high hopes of us covering this one yeah i don't understand why they don't market more kids shows from japan in, in the united states it doesn't make any sense like crunchyroll should have a you know kids section where you can watch all shows like this and uh butt face detective or whatever it was called i would watch every episode of the show if i had a small child so i do not plan on watching because i do not have a small child i have a grown-ass child all right here it is frank Peter Grill in the Philosopher's Time, or Peter Grill to Kenja no Jikan. There's no stream. Comedy, etchy, fantasy, harem. 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 Uh, it's usually a, a group of people falling in love with one individual. Romance and seinen. Seinen, usually, uh, you know, for older males, or at least it's uh, it's more serious in nature. This is a fantasy adventure and anime monster titties, 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 titties. Uh, yeah, it's definitely the a horny show alert. There's almost no way we, we get this show. There's a good chance that it just might straight up be porn. Yeah, it looks really well animated. And this is the show that reminds me of Interspecies Reviewers because we have full-on boobies. I'm hoping we get the uncensored home video version on High Dive, but I'm not going to hold my breath for it. It looks well animated, though. I mean, I gotta give it that. It's well animated. Those boobs are shiny! Woo! Ooh. <laughs> Next up. Rent a girlfriend, or Kanojo. <laughs> I'm sorry. Give you a second <laughs> no, it's fine. I can laugh quietly to myself. <laughs> Rent a girlfriend, or Kanojo. Okarimas. Yes, I did that right. Kanojo Okarimas. Uh, streaming on Crunchyroll. Comedy, romance, school, and shonen. Dude rents a girlfriend and then he tries to start dating for real? Yeah, I mean, the title of the show is really funny, so if the show is as funny as the title, then I might be in. But it is kind of interesting because it just seems like he's, you know, renting this girlfriend. He's, he's paying this woman to be his girlfriend. And then I don't, I don't, I don't get where like the shonen aspect and stuff comes in. So we'll, we'll see. I don't know if there's like more to this girlfriend or this service. Uh, Frank, the theme song is by my maybe current favorite Japanese band, the Peggies. My limited Japanese, uh, says that, uh, grandma asks if they had sex yet. And the guy spits out his teas, his tea. So, uh, can my love for the Peggies overcome my dislike for harem anime? Because this is definitely a harem. I don't know why it's a shonen. There's a bunch of girls and a boy. I don't know about this one. No, I mean, maybe it'll be something where the harem, like all the women, will, as they become aroused, they turn into weapons, and he has to fight, like, an alien race or something like that. <laughs> oh, cool. Like, the next show? <laughs> Super HX 
Saros or Diokyu Hentai. It's right in there, baby. Hentai HXRS. No stream. Action, comedy, etchy, school, shonen, supernatural. Super Sentai booby grab anime, Frank. Yep. Hentai, right there, right there in the title. Uh, get the feeling that out of all these shows, this one is probably not coming to the U.S. Yeah, they, um, I was reading in the comments on one of the websites. I'm not sure one of these review websites. You know, I try not, when we do this, I try to just keep it as basic as possible, but I saw someone left a comment already and the comment was first scene and he grabs her tit. I love it. I was legit like in tears from that. I was like, I, I, I can't, man, I can't do this. Like, you know, I have a good sense of humor about this. I may or may not be pretending to be the person I am in this podcast, but, and I can deal with a lot of etchy, but if it's just straight up grope shit, I don't know if I can do it. Remember the one with the, uh, the episode, or the show with the, um, Valkyries and they had to get the troll man horny to get power. And there was an episode, and this was last season, I believe, and there was an episode that was like, legit this like I, I started watching and I had sexual arousal. I had to turn <laughs> it the fuck off. I can't mix both, man. I can't do it. Like I was like, whoa, this is kind of sexy. I can't oh no, I can't do this. I can't do this. I have a child. <laughs> Jim, it's it's a slippery slope, Jim. You definitely don't want to go down that because uh you might never come out. you might never come back. It might just be over for you. <laughs> stop I stop like I, I stop working oh, out. I start yeah. getting really sweaty. All the time. I started losing my hair. I don't trim my beard. It just sticks out weird hairs all over the place. I wear I tape in my glasses. I start wearing shirts that are way too short. My belly gets real big. You're always greasy. You have That's like a grease word. about you. Yeah. <laughs> slime. It's like slime, like a slug. Like, I need to be wet. Mm. Let me watch some Super Sentai Hentai. All right, next up. We talked about it earlier, Frank. Here's Crunchyroll sticking a fist in our ass. It's the god of high school. You ready for this? It's got about 15 different descriptors. Action, adventure, comedy, fantasy, martial arts, sci-fi, supernatural. High school kids fighting with martial arts. Frank, Yeah, like you had said earlier, Jim, when we do these ones, I always do a little bit of research, but I don't try and go as in-depth to, you know, uh, because this is a gut reaction, and... I can always tell before, you know, even looking at a trailer or anything uh, that it's going to be a Crunchyroll original or the show that they're pushing because it'll be the one show in the season where there'll be about 20 videos that we can watch with, you know, character spotlights and every show has or every trailer has 15 different languages and all this crazy stuff. Uh, I mean, it's. It's got people fighting. Gotta fight people to get, I think they call it a moon sword. Moonlight sword. I'm sorry, I've written down here. So you gotta get that moonlight. Mm-hmm. Is that the tech? Hold on, is that a technique or was that a, was that like a reward? What's that? The moonlight sword? Moonlight That's what sword. you gotta, you gotta get it. They say that that's, that's what you gotta get. The moonlight sword. And then I guess it's. Okay. I don't know. Is it? Continue it's like a. It's like a tournament. They're fighting, but they're in a high school. But it's it's all tournament. So it's like Baki, Baki the Grappler, which we had talked about way earlier, like a year ago, way back when, where the whole thing is just people just fighting. I guess. 
All right. You told me more about what was going on in the show than I watched because I was so bored watching this preview. If our listeners haven't figured it out by now, I am at a point in my fandom where battle anime does not entertain me at all. Three episode arcs of fighting or competition without some novel hook is like a snooze. I find it completely boring. But that's what this episode is about, Frank, making flash judgments on about 45 seconds to a minute and a half clips. The show may surprise me, and I may like it, but right now there is nothing saying I will give a shit about this show. The last battle anime I really got hooked on was like the first three seasons of Food Wars. But there you go. It was a battle anime about making food. I am completely over battle anime. I just can't do it anymore. But if you like it, you know, power to you. Enjoy Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. We'll see. I mean, uh, if you guys remember or don't, because it was a while ago, I was in Baki and then I wasn't in Baki the grappler, and it was ended up being a show that I just watched at the gym. So that kind of is like where it exists, right. and I could very much see this show being like, oh yeah, I watch it, but when I'm doing other things. And I enjoyed Baki for its comedic moments. The fights were brutal. They were terrible. Brutal and a bad I will, but you know, I just like bored with it. It's like no one ever died. There's no consequences. Consequences, Frank. I need freaking. Nah, remember when that dude was so fast that he was able to run across water? <laughs> yes, that was funny. But he was running in, yeah. place in the water. Was, that was actually very funny. That in the girlfriend, the dad. Oh yeah. Sex because to be a man, to be a man, you have to have sex. Sorry, yeah, we're going yeah, off with a pocket, but unless you had, like, that kept me going with that show, and then as season, or core two started, I was kind of getting bored with it, but this show doesn't seem like it has any of that, it's just fighting, and I don't know, man. Maybe it'll, like I said, maybe it'll spread. Yeah, we'll see, I mean, we'll give it a shot, but, you know, who knows. Frank, I know we keep talking to you over each other, and earlier you can hear me tapping on my keyboard for some reason. Can you believe in two weeks we're going to be able to do this live? Isn't it crazy together in the same room? I know. It is going to be crazy. You're going to see how long my hair has gotten. and I'll look like a completely different person. You're going to see how freaking exactly the same I look. <laughs> I thought you were going to like be like how jacked I am. And I'm like, oh, damn, Jim. All right. <laughs> I, know, I, know. I mean, I am, I am jacked for my age, but that's about it. Uh Next up, The Legend of Supernormal City uh, Kawasha R. Chofutsu Toshi Kashiwa Densetsu R. It was Kashiwa, Kashiwa. No stream, comedy, fantasy, static shots of girls in a high school and other surroundings, a pink bunny. Frank. Yeah, the trailer is like very chaotic. The visuals alone are kind of inspiring in that it makes me feel like even I can produce a show. So in that sense, I was like, oh, cool, but uh, not not anything to make me uh, excited to, to watch this one. What the fuck was this, Frank? Did someone animate this over at Weekend Bender? Like, I could have done this. That's Sorry. what I mean. Like, I don't want to knock Next. it too bad, but it, it does look like something where you're like, oh, you're in school, you know, and you have a project, and you wait until, like, the weekend before, and then you're like, shit, shit, shit. Quick, quick. <laughs> Let me just put weird static images over over thing. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I was like another another show similar to that is this Tatami Chan show that I was shitting on early that actually got funny, but 
this doesn't, I don't, I don't know. They didn't give me anything in the preview that was like, oh, that might be mm. funny or that might entice me to watch it. It just looked like, oh, man, they gave us a couple thousand dollars and I forgot to make this. <laughs> Quick, put it together. Uh. All right, next. The Misfit of Demon King Academy, Mao Gakuin no Futiki Gusha. Streaming on Crunchyroll, fantasy, magic, school. A powerful demon lord goes to school, Frank. Yeah, and uh, there's a there's a talking baby in the trailer. <laughs> yeah, there is a talking. Baby. Uh, it looks, and then because of that, there's like a couple scenes where it looks like it like might be a comedy. Like at one point, I guess the the demon king is like twisting a castle around his finger as if it was like a basketball. But then the rest of the trailer is like serious, so I, I'm kind of confused as to as to what where this is actually gonna land. The baby talking with the man voice at the end was the hook for me to check this out. Um, I, I got to compare it to a show that I watched that we voted down, I think, in winter. Cautious Hero, the hero's overpower, but overly cautious, which wasn't described as a comedy, but was actually pretty funny at times. And I enjoyed that show, so I might enjoy this. It definitely has that vibe. Yeah, that's a that's a pretty good point. Right, this, that's actually like spot on because that was how I do remember that show where it was a little confusing because they were like, "Hey, it's supposed to be serious," and you're like, "Yeah, but there there's a fair bit of comedy here." It got really serious by the end though. Like people were dying and stuff. It was pretty ridiculous. All right, next up, the next show I actually had to search for. I knew it was coming out. It wasn't on, and I don't know why, but it wasn't on the list that I use. It, I had to go out of my way to find it. It's called Titan's Bride. Kyojin Zoku no Hanayome. No stream. Fantasy and Yaoi. You know what Yaoi is, Frank? Uh, I, I actually don't. I want to say, I, now, what, what is it? Yes. Okay, that's what I figured. Yes, we always love it's uh, relationships between men. Our big show, one I really enjoyed, was uh, the rock and roll show. What was that called? Given. Mm. I like that show. A kid holding a basketball is transported to another world and gets banged by a titan. Frank, uh, <laughs> that's, I mean, that's, yeah, you're right. It's, uh, it seems like it's another horny show. Um, yeah, yeah. I, trailer sparse. I guess he gets transported to a land of giants to have sex there. Yeah, it's uh, problematic if this titan is very old and is going to be fucking a child, Frank, but, uh, if we do get it, we will at least watch an episode. It'd be easy to throw out if this if he says, I look very young, but I'm actually 10,000 years old. Well, I'm only 13. Sorry, I will not be watching. And then I will shatter my uh, laptop to make sure that <laughs> nobody, like, uh, yeah. Well, then, I will then put my cats on my lap to destroy my penis because I got a direction from a very weird thing. I can't, I can't. Last show on our list, at least the ones that I know about. Uzaki-chan wants to hang out, or Uzaki-chan wa asobitai. No stream. We will get a stream, trust me. Uh, comedy, etchy, slice of life. A large-breasted girl harasses her senpai who just wants to be left alone. Yeah, this Frank. seems to be like the summer of horny shows, because this, this show just seems to be about a girl, and she got big Bahama Jambas. Uh, <laughs> that's all I got from it. Yeah, it's a, this is actually a very popular manga, and I've read a little bit of it. Um, 
it looks cute enough, and he actually doesn't seem too over the top. It just seems like some booby jokes and, you know, some adult characters, because we didn't get an English one. Uh, we didn't get subtitles. Adult characters wanting them to be a re- in a relationship, and Senpai's annoyed. Uh, yeah, I think I think this one might actually be kind of cute, so we'll see what happens. Of all the big booby shows, this is a legit the least offensive one. This is the one that could just be like, uh, uh, she's got a huge, huge boobs. Cool. Yeah, this is definitely... And I think they're I think they're in college, too, which is like, holy shit, they're actually of legal age. So it's okay to make booby jokes about these. You're guys. right. I Go think this friend. is the front runner out of all of them, uh, just because it, <laughs> if there is such a thing, it does look like it's it's going to be tastefully done, where it's just, yeah, it's just booby jokes. Like, oh, she's got big boobies. Tasteful tits, Frank. There That's you the kind go. I like men tits. All right, Frank. Since we may draft these in our upcoming completely screwed up by COVID nineteen official new Taku anime podcast summer twenty twenty watch along list, I wanted to try something new. We only have a small sampling of what these shows are about, or even if we're going to get a stream of the shows we just talked about. If you were to create a draft board, which we do, we draft, we take turns. Frank always goes first because. I'm nice like that because he knows I'm going to stick him with a booby show first overall. More, more importantly, if you were to create a draft board, what would be your very, very, very early front runner for your first draft pack? Sure. So like you had said, I guess this is with the kind of the caveat that summer is usually always one of the more rougher seasons. And with, you know, COVID doing its thing, this looks like it'll be more rough than most. I have two. One is... Japan sinks 2020, but I'm I'm just gonna put that one out there. But it's a gimme, so I didn't I didn't feel like that one would be fair to put as my pre-draft number one. So that's kind of got a little asterisk next to it. I'm gonna go with uh, Great Pretender, which is also on Netflix. I'm excited to see what uh, Wit Studios does after we're coming off that Vinland Saga high. And like I said, I, I like the animation style, the color palette, and it just seems like it'll be kind of a fun, uh, upbeat show. That's funny because I had those both too, but I have a caveat with those two. They're both Netflix shows. So with Netflix shows, we don't know when we're going to get them. So they may not release in summer. We not, might not get them till fall. So with that, Frank. The number one pick on my board right now is the Misfit of Demon King Academy. That says a lot for the season, doesn't it? <laughs> it definitely does. I, I, I mean, I didn't see it coming, but here we go. I like it. All right. No, very, very early reports. This is very early reports. We don't have a subtitle. We got one video on some. Someone didn't get any video. That Garo Garo show. We, we don't got nothing. So we'll see what happens. Listener questions. Send us questions on Instagram and Twitter at NotakuCast or email us at Nutaku2019 at gmail.com and we will read them all on the air. Question for Frank. You guys said summer looks pretty barren for a new anime due to the coronavirus. What shows, if any, do you think you will watch to fill up the time? Is there anything you wanted to catch up on? Go ahead, Frank. Sure. So for me, a lot of it depends on kind of my schedule personally and, you know, how work ends up working out. But uh, if we don't end up having too many shows... Uh, you know, there's a couple that I kind of been in my mind that I've wanted to catch up on for a while. I've never seen Full Metal Alchemist. Um, possibly diving a little bit more into kind of the ghost in the shell. And uh, somewhat related, but not fully related, 
Avatar The Last Airbender because I just people keep telling me to watch it and now it's back on Netflix. I feel like I read about it or hear something about it almost every day. So I think it's inevitable that I will check that show out at some point. What about you, Jim? A lot of I've talked about this before, but I haven't talked about it in a while. Um, I had a drought in my my fandom, and it was a, I missed a lot of those mid two thousand shows that people look at as gateway shows now. I never really watched any of them. I'd love to dive into One Piece, uh, Naruto. Like that was a show that I never really got into. I watched a couple episodes. I'd like to start them, like, start up like watching them again if I have the time. Once again, it has a lot to do with time. I'm going back to work. You're going back to work. It, I wish I'd start watching these shows when I had nothing to do. But uh, uh, I talked about earlier, uh, Jintama is a show that I started and I'd like to dive into. It's only like four seasons. I watched a couple episodes. And it's very funny. And it's easy to binge. Um, I'd also like to try to watch the last couple episodes of Hero Nosura on your recommendation because you said that it's does a little twist and maybe it might make me interested in it again. But we have some big theatrical releases coming. Roger Wave is going to show up on Blu-ray, the uh, Masaki Yuasa film. The Shin Evangelion finale actually was supposed to, I think, be released this Friday coming up. But that obviously is delayed. So there's plenty of stuff out there to watch. Um, but one show that I've been pushing on you that I really want to get into for the podcast is the late 90s Berserk on YouTube because it's so it's dubbed and I always find dubs hilarious now like looking back on it any dubs before the year like 2010 when they start when they before they started taking dubbing seriously oh man I love that shit it's hilarious and I watched the first episode and it's some stuff and you're just like this is ridiculous this is amazingly animated the music is amazing and the dub is whoa this is rough so yeah I'm excited about that there's plenty of stuff out there that's the best thing about streaming services nowadays and their acceptance of anime as an actual, you know, there's a market for this stuff of all ages from young to old. There's a market for it and they're embracing it and they're taking it. Netflix is the biggest example of it. Amazon, not much, but Netflix is going with it and they're just putting stuff out there and there's plenty of stuff to watch. But if I was to say probably all that mid 2000 stuff that people are like love in particular, Jintama, I'll probably finish up Jintama this summer. Next week is our best uh, spring 2020, I think. I think we've had half of our shows end, but we still have some final episodes coming up. And before we dive into that, I decided, because I can do this, and I make up the rules as I go along, and if you don't like it, you can get your own podcast, (laughs) listeners, a new category to award during our prestigious best, uh, Nutaku Best Of. We're going to do best voice acting performances. Now, why did I pick that? Because listening to this season, listening to people and the jobs that they were doing this season, it was amazing. And it made me think, last season, there was a lot in winter. But since this category didn't exist until three days ago, and like I said, I make up the rules as I go, we're going to award our 2020 winner of winter now. So winter 2020 was full of great voice performances. If you're unfamiliar how our coveted awards work, Go and listen to any of our best of episodes. Frank, here is your nominees for best voice acting performance of winter 2020. So we got Satsuki Yukino, who did I'm Agase from Babylon. Bright spot of the show that really fell apart. She was the bright spot of it. Uh, another show that I did not particularly enjoy, uh, 
Takuya Kimura as Manji in Blade of the Immortal. Immortal. He really pulled shit together on that show. He was a bright spot, and his voice is so distinct, and you hear him in so much stuff. Are you starting? That's a question I'll ask at the end, but we'll get there. Uh, Mutsumi Tamura, she did Sayaka Kanamori, who was our best female of uh, winter 2020, from Keep Your Hands Off Izuken. Her performance is amazing. Megumi Ogata, who did Hanako from uh, Toilet Bound Hanako-kun. Legit, the only, for me, the only saving grace of that show was her voice. Uh, Ayaka Asai, she did Claire Valak from Welcome to Demon School Rumikun. And she was a scene stealer every time. And I know Frank loved this guy. Takaya Kuroda, who played Lord Sullivan, the grandpa from Welcome to Demon School Rumikun. He was hilarious all the time. He kept that voice going the entire show. It was amazing. Frank, who would you like to be your winner? Best voice acting performance, winner 2020, posthumously. Go ahead. Well, Jim, first I want to say, great idea. I think this is a great uh, category to add to our awards. So pat yourself on the back there for that one. Um, looking through the list, I kind of went first off on gut reaction, basically what was the voice that still kind of, you know, stayed with me, like looking at the list, whose voice could I still hear in my head? And then that allowed me to kind of narrow it down. And, uh, I ended up picking, uh, Ayaka Asai's performance of Claire, uh, from Welcome to Demon School, Arumakun, because like you had said, she was a bit of a steel, scene stealer, and uh, her yes. voice I can still hear in my head. You know, it has this kind of nice balance of childhood whimsy, and which perfectly matches the environment of the show. You know, um, yeah, I thought that that she was great, and it, it kind of it kind of really it kind of really matched up. I, I really enjoyed her performance. Excellent choice, Frank. I loved Claire. This was the show that we talked about that grew on us. It was never bad, but by the end of it, we really fell in love with it. But, I mean, I'd be lying to myself if I didn't say I was a complete, what do the kids say now? Stan for Sayaka from Keep Your Hands Off Yuzukin. And the voice actress was fucking amazing. And like you said, it's easy to look at this list and be like, oh, that was good, that was good. Certain people on this list, their voice goes with the character immediately. You can imitate the voice. You can hear it in your head. The two actors from Demon School and uh, Mutsumi Tamura from Keep Your Hands Off Aizuken, I loved her performance, and I think it was fantastic. But, hey, congratulations to everybody that didn't win. You got nominated by the two smartest men sitting in front of their computers at this moment recording an anime about a uh, podcast about anime, but... Congratulations. So, Mutsumi Tamura, Sayaka, who played Sayaka Kanamura in Keep Your Hands Off Izuken, and Ayaka Asai, who did Claire Volok from Welcome to Demon School, Rumikun. That's our winners. So, we're going to have new nominees next for next week for this season. I still have to go through a lot of stuff. I have lists and lists. But, Frank, let me give you an example. So, we're going to select the shows for summer. And these, we usually pick about 15 shows. Going into summer 2020, we have seven shows already selected for us. So this might actually be a lot easier than I thought it was going to be, because some of these shows, just talking about them, and of course it's our initial reaction to the summer shows, 
some of these shows don't look that good. So we might already have our, our, our schedule laid out. Like summer 2020, the shows we're already going to be watching from carryovers and from delays. A Hero No Sora, Apari Ranman, Diary of Our Days of Breakwater, which I'm watching. A Hero No Sora, you're watching. Fire Force Season 2, Fruits Basket Season 2, Gal and Dino, I guess I'm taking on that burden, and The Millionaire Tech, the, uh, Detective Balance Unlimited. So it might not be that hard, this selection show, our draft show in a couple of weeks. So... I think that's it. I think we we took care of everything. Do we have anything else to talk about? No, I think uh, we pretty much covered everything anyone could ever want for our show. I think so, too. I think you did a great oh, job. Oh, thanks. I think you did a great job, too. Jim, the unsung hero, by the way, he does he does a shitload of work for this for this podcast. I've said it before, but I know it needs to be said every once and then. He He does a good job. Well, thank you, thank you. I, I enjoy doing this. We do this for our listeners and because it's fun. But i got to be honest with you. I turned the air conditioner <laughs> off so this way we can record. It's currently 150 degrees in my house. I sweat pouring off me. I was, I went shirtless long ago. <laughs> I'm sitting here tits out in my kitchen. i got to end this. Next week, stay tuned. We're going to do our best of spring. And we got all kinds of stuff lined up. So listen in next week. And with that, I say goodbye to you. Thanks for joining us this week. Once again, please join, uh, share us with our friends and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at NewTacoCast. Go follow us on Twitter. I think I'm going to start being more active with people on Twitter because my personal account kind of sucks. It's all full of negativity. If you're pro wrestling fans, you know what's going on. There's all kinds of sexual assault fucking allegations going on. It's happening all over the fucking world. We should listen to them. But at the same time, I'm trying to get some positivity in my life. Go follow us on Twitter at NewTacoCast. Let's talk about anime. Let's talk about the stuff that brings us joy. Send us questions, show requests. Our email is newtalker2019 at gmail.com, and we will talk about every single one of them on the air. We've been getting some good questions the last couple of weeks. Keep it up. Listen to us on Podbean, Apple and Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. Give us five stars on Apple Podcasts. Please subscribe and share. Our big spring 2020 review is next week. Until next time, I'm Jim. And I'm Frank. Gambate, y'all. Gambate, y'all.